Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. This is Mark Hyde. And Chris Fuller. And on today's episode of RTC, we're talking about Christians in doubt. And if doubt's something we can have, and if we have doubts, what should we do about it? Fuller, are you ready? Let's go. Let's go. Mark, what's going on, what brother? What is up, my good-looking co-host? <laughs> good-looking. Good-looking. You are good-looking. <laughs> I don't know. And people that. can actually tell us if we are good-looking or not now. Please don't tell us. We, we don't want to know. We don't need that. We don't want to know. I did do my hair for the podcast tonight, though. I did not. <laughs> you know, someone like actually said, they're like, has anyone actually seen your hair before? Because I wear hats all the time. Yeah, so do I. It's called, no, I'm a dad. And I just don't. We ain't got time like for it. all that. I mean, I, I do, but I sleep in sometimes too. So, I mean, you know, whatever. So I decided, you know what? I got up early today. I figured I'm going to take a shower, have some Jesus time, you, have some coffee. Your, your hair's getting a little long. Are you, going, are you going for the Bob Ross look The again? Bob Ross is coming back. I, I'm getting the, be, the, the Jesus beard back. I'm, I'm not sure. Well, if, if people are new to the podcast and don't know me, my hair was stupid long a couple of years back. Like, seriously, Bob Ross long. Like, like longer. It was like it, it, it started folding down. Like, yeah, it when it was bad. wet, it was my bangs were below my chin. Yeah. The other part was, like, down, like, but past, like, cu- my A couple years ago, I had the same hair. You remember? had Jesus hair. <laughs> and then you got it cut on a Saturday, walked into church on Sunday while I'm doing announcements. Well, I didn't just get it threw cut. threw me off. I got the disconnect, which is where you shave all the side, and then I pulled it back into a ponytail. For you nerds. For Nickelodeon, we call that the Sokka. Oh, from Sokka. Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh, I, yeah. Sokka. I haven't. I didn't he has that little samurai haircut thing. But water, yeah, water tribe. That's how I threw, I threw you off. But anyways, so yeah, you woke up early. You had some time. I had some time. Prayers, I had devotions. That's right, dude. I read out of my ancient faith study Bible. I felt. I don't know, dude. With all the crap that's going on in the world, I'm like, you know what? I really could use some beatitudes this morning. Oh, so I read, I read through the Sermon on the Mount this morning, five through seven. Nice. I read. Uh, it wasn't nice. I read. It was a punch. I'm going to say this and see if you can figure out which okay. book the Bible is. Oh shoot! You're going to use some Hebrew I'm, thing. I'm, aren't you? I'm gonna, you know, I've been. It's going to be Old it. Testament. It's going to be Old Testament. Is it? Is it? You think so? Yeah. So I read Yohanan 14. Um, that's J. Yohanan 14. He's going to be here a while. <laughs> so it's a J because, like Yeshua, is Joshua. Yohanan. Which is interesting because Jesus' name isn't Jesus. It's actually Yeshua. That's fun. And that's even disputed amongst uh-huh. Hebrew scholars. Uh-huh. That's a fun that's a fun conversation. Well, and it's just not like, one for our podcast, but it's just like Yahweh. So in just, versus put, Jehovah. Why, yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah, why let's talk about why it. You're, why are you thinking about Say, what say it again. Is. Say the name Yohanan. So why he's thinking Jonah? about that. No. Oh, because so, so, no 14. Yohanan. So why he's thinking about that. Uh so in the in the Hebrew text, there are no vowels. So the vowels back in the old judges, the, no. So the, the vowels back in the old he, Hebrew text um, were kind of implied. It's kind of like how we would say like Jeremiah. No, Dang Boulevard it, would be B L V D. How that's we know it as Boulevard. So Yahweh was actually Y H W H is how it actually translates. Um, and actually, fun fact. They actually, a lot of people pronounce it Yah. 
as yeah. God. That's God's name. Yeah. Dude, all the Gen Zs just went ham. Yeah. So, but a lot of people say yeah. Yahweh or Yohei or Yahweh, and there's all sorts but of But Yahweh is also, it's supposed to be the breath. Right. Because it's, those are all breathing but things. It's, too. It's, so every time you breathe, it's you're WH, breathing the voice it's of God. It's Y-H-W-H is actually the spelling, so there are no vowels. So right. saying we, Yahweh, we we add those extra e and vowels. A, and right. that's Jehovah. And, okay, right. dude. So you were ready for it? Yohanan. The only thing I could think of is Daniel. No. But I'm like, I, I don't know. You're stuck on the Joel? Old Testament. It's New Testament. What? Wait. Oh, so John. John. The Gospel of John. Gospel of John. Come on, man. <laughs> you talk about, like, even in, like, the, the episode of Bible translations, you talked about your Hebrew Bible and Dude, junk like that. I, I've got so a, I assumed. Yeah. So I, I have my, 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 my Hebrew Bible, but I also have it, the complete Jewish Bible, which is Old and New Testament, which is where we get the name Yohanan. I read the sinner's book. I read Matthew, the tax collector. Matahuhe. I think that's how it's pronounced. I'm going to call him Maddie. <laughs> I call. I, I read some Maddie this morning. Yeah, Maddie. Maddie five through seven. But anywho, dude, today what is are we a, drinking, man? Dude, so today's podcast episode is basically sponsored by the Joe Ferrericks. Joe, this one's to you. By the Joe Ferrericks. I said the Joe Ferrericks. By, by, yeah, by Joe Ferrericks. I was going to say the Ferrericks. The Ferrericks, and then you said and Joe. Ferrericks to Peru, because we're drinking the Peruvian coffee. And it brewed nice Dude, today. we hit it good today. Nice. I think I'm going to make another batch of this tomorrow morning for myself. Ooh. Yeah. You know, I think it's because it was. it's such a deep roast. Like, we, we let it sit too long. It's still a full mouth. It's like yes. that velvety feeling mm-hmm. in your mouth. So if you hear any weird coffee burps we apologize that's why i have water too and me too and and this thing which shall not be named because we don't get a sponsorship that'd be really cool though but we couldn't because (laughs) (laughs) even i get sponsored by them too uh, yeah we're these people but we're not those people we're these people People are people who listen (laughs) they're like holy cow how many glasses do you have on we have a lot but either way so we have one this is the coffee that joe frere's got us from peru he's going back to the mission field in march correct um they're well over 50 percent on their support they're on their way they're on their way kimberly is doing really well with her pregnancy she posted a baby bump picture and it's a little bit ago it's funny because joe frere's if if our listeners remember, was the winner of the mega swag bag that we yep. had back after the Fourth of July. Yep, and his wife <laughs> has been stealing his shirt and so, coffee mugs and, and coffee everything. mugs. So he's like, "Hey guys, I love you guys. Um, can you guys send me some extra stuff so I can have some stuff because my wife stole everything." Yep. First of all, Kimberly, stealing is a sin. Okay, it's a sin, Kimberly. Oh. Just saying, but Joe, we are we are trying to do our best to collect some extra things for you to send your way. And if listeners would like some things, oh, they yeah. can hit our website, realtalkchristianpodcast.com, Click that little store icon and you get know, some and, sweatshirts and, and some sweaters, as some a long sleeves, fact, short sleeve tote I, bag. I believe that somebody because our mugs are not on. No, we uh, do not uh, put our mugs this there is, because this is specially you have to contact us. And someone did contact someone us from did. Texas. And you know what? I think I'm going to send them a little bit of coffee with it, dude. Why not? We'll put a sticker in there too. Put a, yeah, why we need not? put a sticker. We need in to there. send them the little. Well, actually, well, well, the the, the coffee mug is getting dropped. To us. It's yeah, it's so getting we'll, dropped. We'll, we'll do another. But what we're saying is because he reached out, we're gonna we're and we had a good conversation with yeah, him. Yeah, super did. cool. I yeah. didn't really respond much yeah, because he, I was working, but yeah, we're gonna super cool student out in Texas. Tech. We're gonna go ahead and send him. And funny enough, his name is Brandon, and his last name is Edwards, and that's the name of my older brother. Really, except for the. He spells his with an O, and my brother spells his with an E for Brandon. Wow. So we, we that's actually that's pretty how, cool. That's how that's I how remember, remember his name. It. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. 
So, yeah. So, but so in other words, now that we said it, Brandon, we are thankful that you Brandon. listened and reached out to us, dude. So, thank you. Um, but today we have a review to read. We got, Let's go. we got two reviews. We got hit up on Instagram. We got hit up on Facebook. Well, we can't read both reviews, no, just one. T- but since today's episode is sponsored by Joe Frericks. Let's do it. And Kimberly, I guess. And Sadie. Uh, well, not so much. <laughs> but, but Joe said, oh, 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 I, I don't know Spanish, bro. What does that say? I have no idea what that says. It's either a really like awful typo or it actually Spanish that first couple words. Hey, Miss Cholos. Well, Cholos is like friends. Hey, yeah, they're friends. So I believe is what it I'm says. I'm going to say hi, Fuller and Mark. That's Mark's translation. No, I think it says hey, friends or hey. Which that makes sense. Either way, Joe, I apologize. I'm about as you know. I'm rusty. Yeah. I, had, I got nothing. Uh, love you guys and super grateful for this podcast. While raising support, we've been traveling around 16 hours per weekend. Recently, Kimberly had to stop traveling because she's getting closer to her due date, so I have been traveling alone, which means I have been listening to hours upon hours of podcasts, especially yours. So thank you for what you do. I love the discussions, especially having been a part of a few of them. It feels like I am right there with you guys. Just want to let you know I appreciate you. Love you guys. Love you, Joe. Bro, Joe Frericks. Joe. You're the real MVP. You bro. know, you know, I'm so excited that you're going, but because I just met you like the past couple months, hey, I'm gonna I I'm gonna miss you, you already. And this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. So you already have my number, so call me maybe, all right? You you can text me whenever <laughs> so you want. So call me maybe. As we just busted <laughs> people's eardrums. Dude, tonight I'm excited for this conversation. What are we man. talking about tonight, Mark? We're talking about Christianity and doubt. Like doped. No, not like God is dope. Like doped. 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 As in like not sure if God exists. Not sure if you're following the real religion. There are all these other different religions. Yeah. What if what if my salvation is that question? Can I lose my salvation? What if we're follow- Which we did talk about that in one episode. We talked about this the one sin right. that God can't forgive. That was that was back a while which ago. Which is funny because I've discovered more things since that, which we need to talk about on a separate side note. Anyways. Um <laughs> I'm like, oh shoot! What are we about to talk about? But yeah, um, so uh, we're yeah. we're talking about Christians in doubt. Then you know, we've actually been reached out to us about this conversation. Mm-hmm. We've had a couple mm-hmm. people who have, you know, whenever whenever you guys write us on Instagram or Facebook, I always say, hey, what's something you think about? What's something you think would be fun for us to talk about? Answer. Um, and a couple people they haven't specifically said doubt, but doubt is part of that question mm-hmm. that they ask. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's any. For those of you who don't know. Mark takes care of Instagram. I am Instagram illiterate. So pretty much I have to send him screenshots whenever something like, happens. Huh, I don't even know how to log in. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way. So Anyways. I don't think it's a, any question that Christians struggle with doubt. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think there's any questions mm-hmm. there. Um, and if you are a Christian who's listening, I can probably guarantee that you've struggled with doubt the, in some way, shape, or form. I think your Different question is, is uh, yeah, I think you're more saying the first question would probably be, is it okay that Christians doubt? And then um, if it is or is not, depends on the next question. Right. And then what do you do about it? Right. And there's different things that people doubt. Like um, Sean McDowell, um, he said the thing that made him doubt his faith was the fact if he only was taught Christianity, he went to college and had to read things and goes, there's so many other religions out there and they all teach similar things. What do I do? Mm. There's other people where it's like, you know, this happened to me. Like my dad died. Um, this person walked out of my life. This friend did this. 
how is there a God? So there's doubt with that. Mm, there's, somebody close to me died at a very young age. Correct, correct. Or or I lost a child, or, yeah. or I had a miscarriage, or thing like right. that. It's like you start to question, is God real? Does God really take care of me? So mm. I think there's different levels of doubt. But, okay. you know, I think at the end of the day, it's more so... Christians struggling with doubt of their own faith. I think that's more mm-hmm. of what a lot of Christians struggle with is mm-hmm. the fact of, is God real? Is Christianity real? Does God even exist? I think those are kind of the big overarching types of doubts people have. I mean, gotcha. at least that, those are the ones I wrestle with. In fact, last night I had to wrestle with doubt, dude. So it's like, this is real pertinent to me right now. This is like up close and personal. Yeah, last night I was on the phone with a friend and I'm like, I am really struggling with this and I, I don't know what's up. And you know mm. that's when you got to speak truth in your life and all these different things. So that's what I want to do today is let's just let's just call it out, call it what it is. Let's address it and and just see if we can provide some hope today. Okay. Um. Or lack thereof, because I'm I'm trying to keep it like mysterious. <laughs> Ooh, fancy. Actually, hold on, hold on. Do we have? See, I had I didn't want this one keyed see? up in case I messed it up again. <laughs> you can't. You can't go and use the pad and talk about it. It's so delayed. It is. You better go back before you forget. I, I went back. We're on our own with stuff. But so um, I checked out Barna Research Group, was, which is one of the, I mean, it is the premier, besides Lifeway, those are the two premier evangelical right. um, Barn, Barna surveys. Is, Barna's been a, a trusted statistic and not even group. For, for Christian things, for, just for other ge- things, In general, too, for yeah. a while now. So Yeah, and these aren't snap pulls. These are like legitimate like polls. Studies. So they um, asked bunch of people who are Christians or have walked away from their faith. So these are people who were Christians at one time or currently are Christians. Um, They said, have you ever experienced a time of spiritual doubt when you questioned what you believe about your religion or God? 26% of people said, yes, I still do. 40% of people said, yes, but I worked through it. And 35% of people said, no, I've never doubted before. And this is taken Mm. from uh, June 5th through 9th in 2017. Um, and I thought this was interesting too. So right there off the bat, 35% of people said they've never doubted, which means 65% of Christians have doubted. Yeah. I'm trying to figure this out because in time. their math is a little off. They've got it as there's 66%. Well, it's, it's because between of the, the big two. numbers. It's because the big numbers. Right. But there's, there, that's puts it at 101% when you add up those percentages. 101 Dalmatians, baby. <laughs> the math doesn't add. <laughs> but I thought this was really interesting. This is what I yeah. think is, is kind of an interesting conversation. Is yep. They said, when you've experienced doubt, did you stop doing any of the following? 45%. So, no, there's almost half said they stopped going to church mm-hmm. or just going to a worship gathering. 29% said that they stopped reading the Bible. 29% also said they stopped praying. 25% of people said talking with friends or family. So no, like a quarter of people stopped talking about their faith with friends mm-hmm. and family. And 39% said, I, I didn't do any of those. Which so, means they continued doing what they were they doing They continued before. doing what they're doing. So even if they did doubt, they still went to church. They still read their Bible. They still prayed. They still talked with family about their faith. Um, and this is where I think the rubber really meets the road. This is, what, this is where I think we can come in handy in this conversation, bro, is the response to doubt when you experience spiritual doubt, where did you go to find answers? 40% of people went to friends or family, mm. and that's not all believers. Mm. They didn't go to all their believing friends. They just went to friends and we talked about it. 20, 29% went to the Bible, which is good. I wish it was higher when you're having doubt about your own faith. should be like 99.999%, but right. whatever. 22% said church. 19% said my spouse. 
this one hurts me as, as you know, being in this position is 18% of people went to a pastor well, or there, a spiritual leader. So there's a reason though. It's because people are scared to verbalize their doubt. That's my thought. To a pastor. Right. Uh, f- but why? Why do you think? I don't know. I mean, I ran, I feel like because, our church Because I, I think a lot of pastors, and I'm not saying this about Southside, obviously, but a lot of pastors um, lack compassion when there's a doubt. Immediately mm. they start Bible thumping. And beyond a they're shadow not, of a doubt. They're not listening. They're not mm. experiencing it with them. Okay. They'd rather throw the scriptures at them. Which oh, may not be what they need at the time. Rather than come alongside and loving the right. person through cry it. They when just they, wanna, they cry just, when they're crying, laugh when you laugh, that type of thing. They, they totally lack the, the, the pastoral ship shepherding part mm-hmm. in those situations. Because it even says just a spiritual leader. Right. Which I guess if you listen to this podcast, do, does that count as us? Are we me? We're other. We're an other. I, I would we're hope. Other. I would. Yeah. Well, we're online. <laughs> right. Yep. But I would hope that if people were doubting their faith, that they would reach out to us if they're yeah. if they don't feel comfortable reaching out to anybody else because we're here, man. We don't want to Bible thump you. We want to come alongside you, pray with you. Maybe. Yeah. I just want to pray with you. Mm-hmm. Like if you're doubting, I want to pray with you. And so. people can text us too if they, of course, if they have they, issues. Yeah, they call us. Five seven four something something. <laughs> you got to learn this, bro. Bro, it's on the business cards. It's on. I don't look cards. at our business cards all the time. Five seven four four zero zero five three five two four zero zero five three five two. Boom. Area there code you go. Five seven four. I'll forget that in about ten seconds. Yep. You'll forget it by next podcast. I was really good at just looking at textbooks and going in, in like getting B's and A's in tests. I was really good at that. Well, you're I was sucking. terrible at exams. You're but, sucking with this. But anyway, <laughs> so fifteen uh, percent of people went to books on God, spirituality, mm. or religion. John Piper. Yep. Uh, 12% of people went online. Again, John Piper. 5% of people said a counselor, which that's, I'm in that category. I'm in that one. Um, 4% of people, a retreat or conference. That's pretty cool. Actually, you got some doubt. Yeah. Go to a retreat center. That's actually really cool. And then 20% of people said other. 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 So, um, so I'll leave that last statistic here for the end though, as we wrap Mm. up. So I think it's the fact of people have doubts. Can can I just say that? I don't remember if you said this, but this this was this poll this polling was all released back in 2017. Mm-hmm. Did you say that? Yep, yep. Okay, June fifth through ninth, right? Yeah, I just couldn't remember if you said it. Yeah, right. but anyways, passing. But ahead. so so after reading all of this, I know that was a lot of stats. But basically, all I'm trying to say is is people do struggle with doubts, and obviously, people don't know where to go, and people mm. don't know what to do with their doubts. So I guess the question is: is are doubts okay? Mm. And what do we do about them, dude? Like. S- like, what are your thoughts? Or do you have doubts? Like, I don't know. Dude. So, like, I just want to kind of open the floor. I, I'm, Which I'm just gonna, the open the floor. Is I'm going to get personal. But first, I'm going to say this. Is it okay to have doubts? Should we have doubts? No. Do we have doubts? Yes. So do you think it's more should we is kind of different than do we? Um, you know? Right. I think should we have doubts? No, we should have not have no doubts because throughout creation, God has displayed himself through his word. Through, through his people, through his church, he has displayed his love, who he is, that he is real. So all this is, it should be enough evidence for any person alive mm. to see that God is real and not have doubt. But we still doubt. Yep. And, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But yeah, I, I think that, that that it should be, should we doubt? No. Do we doubt? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a big difference there. Um, we talk about in Romans all the time. I, I quote, this is like, I should just get a t-shirt made and just walk around. I do the things that I don't know. That's not Romans. That's, uh, no, it is Romans. Romans 8, isn't it? 
The no. things I do, don't want to do, I do, and things I do want to do, I don't do. The Philippians? I don't know. You I, keep talking. I know. I keep. You keep talking. I thought it was bro. Romans eight. I Google. But I, I may be. I, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm going. I'm, prob- I'm, I'm going to use the wrong. interweb. Um, but but I, I'm going to say Paul because I'm pretty confident it was Paul. It was Paul. Uh, Paul said that that the things that I don't want to do, I do, and the things Romans that I, seven. Oh, I was nice. close. I was close. Nice, solid. Um, which then we got to get disputed whether it was actually Paul or not. Well, it would have. No, that's Hebrews. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think he was I, I, written by Paul. Yeah, right. That's the dispute. That's another topic. Yep. But yeah, no, no, no. Romans was definitely but the Ro- Apostle yeah, Paul. Right, right. Yep. So that's what Paul says, that I do the things that I don't want to do, and the things I don't want to do, I do. And it talks about that inward struggle, which we've talked about. I, I probably mentioned this out of the 58 episodes 20 times, 20 different episodes, I probably mentioned that that scripture. Someone go more. back and fact check that, please. He just wants you to listen If more. you listen to, <laughs> to us on times two, I sound really hilarious i did that once just for did kids. you i, I sound i sound you sound good you like you don't sound too weird i sound weird that's, bro. that's because i'm a slow talker and i'm right i already thinker. talk fast so when you take like when i'm talking like this when i get really worked like up and you scroll, it's bad but either way i'm gonna have so, to do that now someone fat check it but yeah a lot of episodes you bring this I, first up. it's one of it's one of my um verse my go-to verses it's not a mm. life it's not a life verse but it's a go-to verse yeah because the christian walk was never promised to us to be easy Oh, it was always promised to be hard. Yep. And part of that being hard is the fact that sometimes we have doubt. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Jesus' disciples, Thomas of Didymus, had doubt that Christ rose. Doubting Thomas. Doubt, That's yeah. why he's called Which Doubting is crazy Thomas. because there's so, a couple other scriptures, especially in Yohanan, John. <laughs> I had to say it for him. You make fun of me for my big theological words. <laughs> yeah, flipping the script. I, 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 yeah, I'm just using other languages. <laughs> it's on fun you. though, isn't it? I don't. I'm a dumb man. Don't know big words, but I know other languages. <laughs> um, now I forgot where I was going with all that. Anyhow, doubting Thomas. Um, yeah. So it's funny that doubting Thomas. There's a few other scriptures in John that talk about how he was like the go getter. Like. Yeah, we're, let's go do this. I'm standing by you. You know, let's go back to Jerusalem, even though the the Pharisees and Sadducees are looking to kill us or kill you, Jesus. We're going with you. If we die, we die. Right or and, die, baby. And then the one time he doubts, it's like he's doubting Thomas. <laughs> Churches labeled let's, him. Let's be honest. How many of us would also be doubting Thomas? The look at the disciples would be like, really, bro? Like, I know I would. Be how, like, really, bro? Like, like, I mean, show we're, me. we're talking about it tonight. How often are we doubting Thomas? Mm. How often do we go? Mm. I say a prayer and I don't hear from God or I don't get the answer I want. We say, well, God must not hear my prayers. I'm doubting that he hears my prayers. Even though scripturally he says he hears our prayers mm-hmm. and God is not a man Ooh. that he should lie. So so what do we do with that though so, then, man? So what do we do? Um, you know, with doubting Thomas, with Thomas, Thomas of Didymus, um, Jesus said that, that there's a blessing for those who have not seen him and do not need signs. Um, and yet still believe it. You know, he, t- he told he told Thomas, he goes, you have believed because you have seen, mm-hmm. but blessed are they who have not seen and yet still believe. And I believe that's John 20, 20? It's, it's in John, the upper John, room. John so 20, I think it's John 20. Let me, I'm going to fact check myself because I had it pulled up. Yes, John 20, 24 through 29. Nice. Um. That's where that whole encounter of, of Thomas happens. And so if you take that scripture, what Christ said, he goes, Thomas, 
you know, you've seen the signs, you've seen the wonders, you've walked with me, you've talked with me, I've shown you, you've seen all these signs, which let's come, let's come to realization that we see signs. Mm-hmm. So he goes, you believe, Mark, you believe because you've seen these signs. You've seen it, so you believe it. But blessed are those who have not seen anything, no type of signs, who have not seen me, which we should be protruding well, Christ so much. I think that's so talking much. about us, though. I think that's more so talking about us because we it haven't is. seen Jesus. It is. Well, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. Okay. So we should be protruding Christ through us, right? And sometimes people are in situations where they don't see it. So it's, it's kind of blessings. It's like a blessing and a double blessing in my okay. opinion. So, so, but blessed are the people who have not seen yet still believe. So we have doubts, but we need to still believe even though we haven't seen, even though we don't get the answers we want. That we don't see the the signs and wonders. That we throw a, a a blanket out and say, "God, if there's dew on the grass and no dew on the blanket in the morning, I know this is a sign for you." And they go, "Well, if there's dew on the blanket and no dew on the grass, and if you guys don't know what I'm talking Gideon. about, <laughs> good old <laughs> Gideon." You. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't used that reference in a long time. Nope, sure haven't. <laughs> um, so I think that that, that there's a, a big aspect there of, um man, we should hold on to how blessed we are because we have the chance and the opportunity to believe in Christ without seeing, without being and walking and talking with him. I mean, to me, that, that scripture speaks that we are more blessed than the apostles because we have the faith without walking with them. So, so I'm hearing you say a couple different things, and I'm, I'm trying to process right, go it. go ahead. And I'm going to drink my coffee. Thanks, Joe. Joe Frerichs. You know, you got... Blessed are those who believe yet have not seen Mm -hmm. so i guess this is a conversation that i've heard some people have but faith in god is it a blind faith Mm. is it is is it a i think that's where a lot of people have doubt is so many people like i I was even told growing up where it's like well you just need to have faith mark and i'm like have faith in what like what Mm. am i supposed to have faith in like like and and i mean i have my answer Mm -hmm. and, and i know why but, you know, I think sometimes we sit there and wonder, it's like, okay, is Christianity a blind faith of, I, I got nothing else, so let's just do it, and I got no facts, no proofs, no nothing. Is is Christianity a blind faith, and is it a reasonable faith to go down that road? Well, let's let's dive into some text then. Okay. okay? So if we go into John, I'm, you guys are going to hear a lot of John because that's what I'm studying right now. <laughs> but if we go into John 13, the, the second half of John 13, Christ is talking. There, this is the um, the eve of Passah, which is Passover. Um, this is the night. This is the night that Judas goes. The the devil enters Judas, and he goes to betray Christ. They're having the Lord's supper, um, and at the very near the very end of that chapter, Jesus says, um, "You have you have seen me. You have seen the Father." Well, that's no, that's fourteen. I think that's chapter fourteen. But the scripture before that is, um, "They will know." You are mine. You are my Talmudim or disciples mm-hmm. by your love for one another. Right. But before that, he says, you should love each other as I have loved you. Right? Right. Yep. Yeah, I'm looking so, at it. So you love, you got to love each other, your brothers, mm-hmm. Mark and I, you listeners and your brothers or sisters or fellow servants of Christ. Love like I have loved you. Okay. So we see that. All right, so we know that by loving like Christ, we have to be like Christ, right? Right. So if we be like, if we have to be like Christ, if we be like Christ, if, if we be like Christ, um, my lingo, we have to. I mean, that's the that's what Christian means. It means Christ like, right? Right. It's exactly. a bearer of Christ. Correct. So so we go back to the 
um, ambassador philosophy. Ooh, we haven't touched on that in a while. Right. So we're ambassadors. We're supposed to represent the king, King Jesus. Mm-hmm. Again, we should look like him. We should act like him. We should talk like him. Like that's what we should be. Jesus says, <laughs> so John 1, John the Baptist says that none have seen God, right? But in chapter 13 of John, he says, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father, right? Right. So if we're supposed to love like Christ and be like Christ, we see Christ in each other, right? Let your light so shine. We see in, that's, uh, that's in Matthew 5, 16. In John 1, Jesus is, well, throughout the, all the Gospels, Jesus is referred as the light. So let your light mm-hmm. shine. Let Jesus shine through you that they may see your works and know it's your Father in heaven. God, right. right? So you're supposed to exuberate Christ. So if I can see Jesus in you, haven't I seen the Father? I mean, technically, to some extent. It, it, right. I'm not, right. I'm not saying, okay, I physically see Jesus in you. I'm saying if I see the spirit of Jesus in you as oh, his yeah. emissary. I mean, um, obviously, yeah. So if where else, if I go up to Joe Schmo, sorry, Joe, uh, <laughs> Joe Schmo. On the, in case there's a Joe Schmo listening, you gotta you gotta apologize. If I go to Joe Schmo on the street, who's not a Christian, is he going to have the same characteristics as one who is a follower of Christ? I would say potentially. Really, mm-hmm. think so? I th- to some extent, you yeah. You think there's a selfless love there, and this is the thing that changes the game because I've I followed a lot of people who have started to walk away from their faith. You know, there's other religions, right. Buddhism, Hinduism, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. they do teach a practice of self-denial mm-hmm. and those things. So can we say that just by seeing someone who looks like a Christian, talks like a Christian, prove that Christianity is true in the same way that... There's, there's a difference, though. There's a difference of how a Christian is supposed to be compared to somebody who's in Buddhism or Hinduism or Muslim or whatever else you you know whatever else religion you want to use there should be a difference now is there a difference for for 90 percent of christians i would probably say not because most not. christians don't walk at the way they're because to. most christians are not christians they're not they they like the term christian but they're not disciples but they are not disciples they are not true followers of what we like to term the way, the way. <laughs> um i just had this discussion with paul and i think i've mentioned it on the podcast before about i personally do not like it when like, I don't go around going, yeah, I'm a Christian. I go, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. Mm. Because the term Christian has gotten such a bad name because there's 90% of the church is like, yeah, I'm a Christian. And then they go out and cheat on their wife. And then they go out and drink and get drunk and, and party and, and slam people. And they, they, and they have social no, media stuff isn't, yeah. You will know them by their fruits and they have no fruits. And if they have no fruits, they will be hewn down and tossed into the lake of fire. And here in South Bend, being so close to, you know, University of Notre Dame. Right. I mean, there we got so many people who claim Christianity. Right. So many. I yeah. mean, it's, it's almost, I mean, we're saturated. I mean... You know, the biggest worship gathering is the 90,000 people who go to Notre Dame games on Saturdays, basically. <laughs> Touchdown, Jesus. Not really. <laughs> but, you know, but, but no, Dang I'm, it, I'm COVID. <laughs> so, so, so what I'm hearing you say is so, so I'm trying to figure out how this applies to doubt. Is it more the fact of. So, what I'm saying is through each other, through the love of fellow believers and leaning and gleaning, crying together, laughing together, we should see God, mm. which should strengthen our belief which should, should dis- help dispel our doubt. Which, I like that. 
That's what I like. That. All this was leading back to that. I like that because you know we we read in Ecclesiastes. Is that where it talks about you know a, like a cord of one is easily broke, a cord of two isn't easily severed, but a, right. like a cord of three is right. It, it it's either Ecclesiastes or it's Proverbs. It's one Something of the two. Like that. <laughs> it's one of the writings books. One of those. One of those. Um, and we also talk see other ones where it's like it's you know it's good not to be alone because if right. you fall, you can this pick is, it up, and then if the other person well, falls, you can pick them up. This is the reason why we shouldn't forsake the assembly of the brethren, right? Because we are stronger in numbers, right? And and, and let's talk about this for a second. You know, we had a moment like that. I mean, I, I'll I'll get a little vulnerable a little bit. You know, I was not doing okay the other day, right? Um. I don't remember if it was yesterday, two days ago, whatever. So it was probably a couple of days ago. Two days, two or three days and, ago, I think. Um, you know, I, I started fighting the fight. I mean, it's it's been one long year. I'll be honest with you. So I started fighting the fight, um, and I felt weak. I felt struggled, and I was felt alone because I work at home now. Like my office is yeah, you, there. You literally, I literally you could stay in here and and nobody. You would never go see anybody if you didn't purposely. Go if out. I didn't purposely didn't go out, right. Well, I mean, I got to go get some groceries after this, but um, <laughs> Walmart pickup, baby. Whoop, whoop. I'll do that tomorrow. But um, so either way, though, it's like, you know, I, I was I was struggling not having a good time. And what did I do? I didn't sit here and wallow in my misery. Right. I texted you ASA stinking P. Right. And I was like, Fuller, I am not like I didn't even give you details, bro. I'm right. just like, I'm struggling. I am not doing OK. I need prayer. I need prayer. And now. I'm like, I'm on it right now. <laughs> and it's amazing how, like, I mean, obviously I didn't just say you pray. I'm going to sit over here. I'm like, no dude, like join with me. You know, in I, prayer, I right. stepped away from my computer. I'm like, right. I'm not going to work right now. I just need to take a moment, take a time out, take a chill pill. It's going to be okay. Um, and then, but it's amazing how when I've done those on my own, where I'm like, you know what, either I'm struggling just with my emotions, my, my thought life, my, my anger, my attitudes, insecurities, whatever I'm dealing with, if I don't verbalize those and I keep those inside, they just eat, 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 eat. Right. Whereas when I texted you and I'm like, buddy, I need help. I don't want to say instantly it was gone. But, but there's it, power there's, in prayer. There's a lot of power in prayer. And what, is, what does the Bible say about when two or more are gathered? You know? There he is in the midst. We weren't even together. Right. But, but we're together we in spirit. In spirit and truth. Right. And... You know, and that's the beauty of the local church. And, and when whenever people ask me about like, oh, I'm not sure how to do this or do this, I always my first question is always, so what church do you go to? Yeah. Are you a part of a small group, connect group, missional right. community, whatever a fancy term a church wants to use? Right. Are you are you a part of a body where even if it's not an intense Bible study, it's at least fellow Christians who love you, care for you, know your well, name. And and even if you're like COVID right now, all right. Oh, so goodness. I, I'm gonna get a little vulnerable. And let them let our viewers and listeners know my family situation. We have three kids, and at our church right now, we don't have child care. Nope. And my three kids are so young, and I am a big person that that believes that your kids should sit with you in church. But I have two kill, children who would not sit through a service without screaming and disrupting. And then I mean, Piper tried to storm the stage when I was yeah, up there one time. At, at that point, <laughs> well, I'm talking about Noel well, like, and and Shiloh. Oh, and Shiloh, yeah. So if at that point, they're going to be so disrupted that one, it's going to distract from other people, which we shouldn't do that. We shouldn't be causing our brothers to get upset or anything like that because of distractions, which I don't know if there would be people in there that would or not, but I don't want to chance it. Mm -hmm. um, so then I would have to take my kids outside of the service, at which point I can watch it on at home and let them run around and be crazy. And I just turn the TV up and I can still hear their message. But right. so that's, that's a place Janiel and I in a place where we don't have a lot of fellowship. So what have we done? We've reached out. I communicate with you. I communicate with Paul Lindgren. Those are my two my two go guys that I'm, I'm in constant communication with somebody. Um, and then Janiel has reached out to Marianne, 
and to Brando's wife and, and to yeah. Katie, Katie Lindgren, Paul's wife. Oh, it's cool. So they're, they're having their things where they're constantly in communication. And then Janelle and I are in communication all the time. And so it's constantly this thing. And actually, sorry, pastor Scott, but I've actually grown more spiritually, not going to church recently because I've been having to, to suffice for myself. I can't be lazy. I have to study for myself. I can't just go and listen to a sermon. And that's just it. We talked about the man, right. I, I I made it's, the little joke about like constipated Christianity. If all right. we do is just we sit and we just like right digest. We don't even digest. It's no. just you eat 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 right. eat eat. You don't do anything. Right. With it. Exactly. And we've talked about this several times. But it's it's caused me to have to dive in and stuff. And we've talked about how much literature I've been buying and reading and digging into and YouTube videos and sermons and all this stuff. We're about to sell a kidney and get some more books. <laughs> just about. Goodness. Yeah, so... Um, Actually, if we sell a kidney each, we can get some slick podcast gear. I'm just saying. You know... You only need one. <laughs> there, there's some other body parts that go for more money. I'm just saying. If um, anyone's wondering, that's why we were like, free <laughs> sponsor us. It's okay. But but anyways, I'm, I'm saying all that to say that during times like COVID or like if you're sick or something like that and you're not going to church, I don't necessarily think that you are forsaking the assembly of the brethren because just like Mark was saying, we can assemble in spirit, but there's got to be a communication with somebody. There has to be that communication and that openness and that vulnerableness and that challenge and that, that person that's going to push you to grow. It's that ironing, sharpening iron. And Paul uses, Paul Ingram uses this all the time. It's that he always goes, Oh, you know, it's, Iron sharpening iron, and sometimes it hurts, and sometimes it just kind of skeets off, and it's not a big deal. But sometimes it really digs in, and you got to really chop a bunch away. But you have to have people in your life like that. Yeah, so even though like you may that. be like out on your own with COVID, like if you're in my family situation, or um, you've just moved to a new town and you haven't found, found church yet, or anything like that, um, find one or two people you can have that communication with. And if you can't find them where you're at, um, if you know of people from where you came from, jump into them, but have that communication, have that openness, have that fellowship. Yeah. So, so I'll jump into these couple quotes then real quick, because, you know, it. we talk about, um, I got the coffee books you know, anyways, I'm, I need a break. I feel you. <laughs> so it's like, oh, apparently I do too. Thanks Joe for <laughs> Thanks Joe. Um, we're going to have another pot. Goodness. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, when we think of this whole idea of doubt, you know, trying to get back to, to this conversation. And we have doubt and we're struggling with these different things. You know, I have a few different quotes here. One's from Sean McDowell, one's from Kara Powell, and I forgot to write down the name of the other. No, you have several from Kara Powell. Well, I have a lot because Kara Powell talks about this a lot because of teenagers. But no John Piper. Nope, nope, no Piper today. No Um, gospel But Sean McDowell said this. He said, doubts don't have to be the end of faith. In fact, doubts can often be the impetus for development of a deeper, more genuine faith. So doubts could drive you deeper into those. So so if we're having these doubts, that could cause us to have questions and go looking for those answers. Um, right. But then Kara Powell, I thought this was even a more cool quote. She said, amazing spiritual leader, leaders ranging from Martin Luther in the 16th century to Mother Teresa in the last century have had their own internal questions. What if doubt is not a sign of spiritual immaturity we need to suppress, but instead a sign of curiosity, growth, and exploration that we can engage? In other words, it's not the fact of we should have doubt, but the fact of it's going to happen. So can, what if we use those to go, you know what? I'm struggling with knowing what if, okay, does God exist? Rather than just going, nope, he doesn't. That can cause you to go like read literature, talk with people, have deeper conversations and but grow it could, in that. it could also go the other way. The way it's saying it, it could go the other way. You could be like, oh, my curiosity is leading to me. Maybe I just don't have the truth yet. And so now I'm going to jump into this movement or that movement, which leads you down the wrong path. So there. 
Which would, but then that brings there's a fine, flat. there's a fine, there's a bridge you got to walk on, right, and going right. too far one but way or the other, you're going to be off the but bridge. But if we have doubt, I'm on the I'm on. This is where we have our disagreements. Right. In this. this I'm one always. where follow truth wherever it leads. That's my. That's the quote I've said this whole last. But year. whose truth? That's there's, what it is. There's many false messiahs. There are many, many false messiahs, and that's when you have to have faith that you know that God will make Himself real, and we understand it to be God did make Himself real in the person of Jesus. That's when you have to have your your faith has to be with numbers too, and not numbers like oh I have to go to the biggest church, but you have to have that group of fellowship people that check you. And right. You should be able to share with what you're reading to be able to check you and and have that. But I also don't, and this and is this is where I I get hesitant, and then I'll go to Hebrews is. You know, I don't want us to turn into the bubble Christianity cult movement where you can't question, you sit down, you shut up, you listen, you believe because that's what it is. Because that's not I, safe either. I like, don't. That's not, I don't think that's, that's what, not good. I don't think that's what I'm saying. No, no, and I'm not. I'm just saying that that's the extreme version of that. Like, right. Like but, you know, there's a version of Christianity that I grew up in churches where they literally flat out say that you can have absolutely no doubt of anything. Like, if you have any sign of doubt, you must not be a Christian. Well, there's and also then, people that say King James only, but God wasn't English 16th century person. Right, right. But so, uh, it's more the fact of if Christians do have doubt, go find the answers. Don't just sit and do nothing. Like, you know. Find the answers with others is what I'm saying. Right, and, and seek for truth. Because the Bible even says if you're seeking after God, yeah, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and, and these all things, these things will be added. And that's to you. talking about the that's money and possessions, but well, not money. No, and possessions, it's not. It's not to live. It was wisdom. It's it's after Matthew. It was in Matthew, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I read it this morning. It was the fact of you know the birds have this and the flowers have this. Yeah, it was taking care of one you, of right. all It was. It's the fact of you seek the kingdom. God will provide for you. Right. You don't right. have to worry about what you're going to eat, right. what you're going to wear, what you're going to drink, what you're going to do, what work is going to go. The fact of if you just seek the kingdom. It may not be American in terms of the American dream, but these will be supplied to you as mm-hmm, well. I mm-hmm. mean, that's that's where the American Christianity comes in. But it's more the facts of, I don't want to say it's okay for Christians to doubt. It's more the fact of if Christians do have doubt, I don't want them to be scared to verbalize them. No, I think you that's, have to. That's but, more and, so and, and that's because the thing you, with the community. You have to have the community. Exactly. And this is the other Carapow quote that I... Wanted to make sure I read. Dang you, Carapow. She's phenomenal, dude. You want to read? You want some good stuff? Sticky face, and she writes tons of stuff about how to how to help your kids follow Jesus and teenagers follow Jesus. Yeah, read faith the Bible that sticks. It says feeling that well, that's a big part of it. <laughs> but it's a, more of how do you answer the kids' questions and how do you go about things? You and you study the Bible, have a good understanding, and that's of the Bible why yourself. so many and that that's just it. That's why so many millennials and now Gen Z are walking away because we ask our parents questions and they're like, well, I don't know, just believe the Bible says it. And we're like. How, do we even, how, how can we even believe the but Bible? But you know why they say that? Because the generation before us didn't study the Bible themselves intently, and so they don't know it, and so that's they just listen to a sermon, and they're like, well, correct, because you're supposed to. That's what the pastor says. The Bible says it. The Bible says it, so I believe it. But now Chris, now people are saying, well, what if the Bible's not right? Like That's that's where those doubts come in, those little seeds of doubts. Um, and we're not talking about that part of the conversation tonight. <laughs> that, that was good. <laughs> we about opened the floodgate for another hour. Um, I'm like she rearing said, back, ready to go. <laughs> feeling the freedom to express doubt was actually correlated with faith maturity. Put more simply, it is not doubt that's toxic to faith. It's silence that is toxic to faith. Mm. And I like that. I actually mm. like that. Where the fact of it's not, it's not the doubt that's the issue. It's the unverbalized doubt. Mm, I think the doubt is an issue though. I still I still believe that we shouldn't have doubt. I believe that doubt is an issue. 
that we should be we shouldn't question. There, there's a reason why Job was smacked around by God when he was questioning God. Like, when who was, are you? Yeah. Yeah. Who are you to question me, the God of the universe, the one who creates all things, who gives you life, who gives you each breath? Isn't that proof enough for you? Jesus says it several times. Why do I got to keep giving you signs and wonders? I won't be with you here long. You got to pick this up for yourself. You got to learn this. You got to just have faith. That's why it's blessed but those who believe. This is the conversation seeing. now is people will say, okay, well, what if that's just a made-up story and that's not the real God, but Allah is the real God? Like that's that's where the the, the hard questions so, come in. So then we you get know? so then we get into predestination. Oh, yeah, yeah. God With draws God. those who he, whom he chooses. He draws mm-hmm. their heart. He shows them truth. He who has ears, let him hear. That's what Jesus was he quoted that all the time. He said that all, all the time. The time. He who has ears, let him hear. He who really wants to experience it and know the true God, he will hear because he is seeking truth, not what fancies and tickles his ears. Mm. And that's the problem with Western Christianity, the Jewish culture back in the time of Jesus, is that there were so many of them that wanted their ears tickled or the Pharisees who just wanted to remain in power that they did not want to really hear truth. Mm. So they refused to hear truth and they missed the Messiah. So okay, so so let's start to to, to wind down. unwind like wind down a little bit. Who knows how long the wind down is going to be? But let's say, uh, what's a good generic name? Tom. We'll call him Tom since they're doubting Thomases. What if Tom's listening right now? Hey Tom. Hey Tom. Hey Tommy boy. Um, you got to give him a last name. Didymus. Tom Didymus. Oh, I was going to. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't know. Because you said doubting his last Thomas. name is Moss. Tom Moss. There you go. <laughs> Tom Moss. Dad joke. Time to whip out the New Balance and the white ankle socks and the cargo shorts and tucked the, in T-shirt the, and the go Velcro, low. The Velcro New Balance. Oh, that's Grandpa, bro. We gotta get them or the Nike Air Monarchs. But anyways, you know, let's either move way. On. So Tom is listening right now and he goes, "Okay, so I hear you. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Okay, so should I have doubts? That's in, not the question. In, I have doubts. In a, in what a, do in I a do? perfect world, we shouldn't have doubts, but we're right. in an imperfect world." world so we will have doubts right. most so, of us will have doubts so if tom is sitting there going you know what i hear you guys but i still do have doubts i still do struggle with stuff we, we we've already given him the encouragement of go find a community to help right. pour into you but what what else would you say to him this or thing. if it's a girl um tay tom or tay there you go <laughs> tom or tay talk to tom or tay i was gonna say taylor but i, I know why you said tay because <laughs> it's tay tay <laughs> oh that's true i was gonna say taylor tommy and taylor but tom and tay so top Either way, so if one of these people are listening um, out there and, they, Tom and they're, Tay, they're like, I struggle with doubts. Yeah. Um what, what besides just go find a church community, what other advice like Well, it's not just a church community, it's a trusted person. Hopefully mm. you have that before you have doubt. Right. Um but, but when it comes because it's hard to seek that out when you're having doubt. Right. I mean, I talked with you, I've talked with other people. But like, we've had the do. relationship and the report beforehand. Right. But um, so, so what 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 encouragement would you give them? all of God's truth and to know everything about God and to know who he really is and to find out who he really is, is all written in the scripture. And the Holy spirit was sent to us as the comforter. Um, and sometimes there are times that we don't even know what to pray, but the spirit knows what to pray. We just have to open our mouth. Um, and you don't need a fancy prayer to, to be like the Pharisees and do it out in public and put on sackcloth and ash and, all that good stuff, which some of you may not know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but that was like the way they lamented back in the times of the ancient Hebrews. Um, 
But to understand and find out, if you're curious, if you're having doubt, it's in his word. I would encourage you to, to read scripture. And the New Testament points back so many times to the Old Testament. I, people have lost their hunger and thirst for the Old Testament. But the Old Testament shows us who God is. And God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the same God of the Old Testament as he is in the New Testament. And people are like, what? Well, he, you know, Israel was killing people in this. Well, you, there's a whole reason why. And you'd have to really dig into that. But I would encourage you that if if you, you don't know or you don't understand the Old Testament, um, start studying that. Read commentaries mm. and stuff like that because it is important for your New Testament studies. But I would dig into Scripture. And God proves himself through Scripture. God proves himself in the everyday. And God proves himself through prayer. So so, so you would say go back to the spiritual disciplines. Exactly. And and not the do it because you have to do it. But it. I, I said this in our prayer episode. And I don't remember. I think that was like 52, 51. That was the first one of season two. So 51. So 51. Yeah. So I said that... Uh, be open and honest with God in your prayer life. And that's where I would start. If you're having doubt, be open and honest. God, mm. I am having doubt. And I don't know what the truth is. I want to know the truth. Show me the truth. And then crack open your Bible. Because he's going to show you truth in there. But being open and honest with him, he already knows. He already knows your heart. But seeing that you're in this, and don't just, you don't just say the words. It has to come from your heart. If you really want to know the truth, you have to honestly say you want to know the truth and be honest and open with God about mm-hmm. it, um, that you really want to know the truth. If you don't really want to know the truth, then you might as well not even waste your time because you're just being like the Pharisees and just doing lip service. Um, but if you really are doubting and you really want to know the truth, you really know, want to know if God is real, pour out from your heart in prayer and then search the scriptures and let the Holy Spirit lead you through the scriptures. I like that. I like that. So that's where I'm at. Cool. I got a few. I didn't. I didn't get to talk about them too much. Um, yeah, I kind of took this one over. I'm well, sorry. looking at scripture, I want to bounce off what you said, going back to Psalm 42, which uh, apparently is not David. It's the sons of Korah. Sons of Korah, which yep. I should have known that. I should have known that. again. But know your Old Testament. Old Testament. <laughs> I mean, it's there in the headline. I right. Just, yeah. Um, my notes are reloading. Uh, it's you know, there's the famous verse like as you know, like the old song like. As the deer panted. As the deer panted for the water. So yeah. The song never continues the verse. Like we're just like, yay, I, I follow after God. But verse three, it says, My tears have been my food all day and night, while people all day say to me, Where is your God? I remember this as I poured out my heart, as I walked with many, leading the festival processions of the house of God with joyful and um, joyful and thankful shouts. Basically, it's like I led the worship. Like I did this thing, and then it says, "Why my soul are you dejected?" And then it says, "Put my um, put your hope in God." He's telling his soul, "Hey, your like soul, you you messed up right now. Put your hope in God." And then he continues to talk about, "I'm deeply depressed. Um, the deep calls the deep. The waterfalls are falling over me." But every single time he's reminding his soul, "Put your faith and trust in God." And at the very end, this is kind of cool. It says, why, my soul, are you so dejected? Why are you in such turmoil? Put your hope in God, for I will still praise him, my Savior and my God. Um, And it even talks a a little bit where um, it talks about, I am deeply depressed. And and this is kind of going to the next little part of of my thought is, therefore, I remembered you from the land of Jordan and the peaks of Hermon from Mount Mizar. And it's like, I will remember you from the land of Jordan. And it's, 
I don't know. It's it's one of those thoughts where the Old Testament, you know, they always put up these landmarks. They crossed the Jordan River. They put up the the, the pillar of, of 12 stones. And why do they do that? To remember what God did for this. They have the Passover. Why? Right. To remember what God did to bring them out of Egypt. Egypt right. They they even have the the, the the feast from Queen Esther. Well, they have the um, the fest well, the festival of they had the festival of booths, which was oh, oh yeah was was the festival of when they were traveling around in the desert for forty years and, in tents. And honestly, Jewish people still do it with yep. Hanukkah. Yep. They're like, look what Yahweh did for right. us, type thing. Whether you agree with, I mean, you know, Jesus was was coming. Um, but the funny thing is about this, and I mentioned to, uh, to you, Mark, before before we jumped in, is that a lot of commentators say that this scripture was when the sons of Korah, they were taken into captivity into Babylon. And so um, a lot of this was, was... They found themselves not, it, not in the land of God. Right. And so it, they, that's why he was his heart was in distress. That's why people were saying, where is your God? This is why his heart was lamenting to be back into Jordan and be back on the peaks of Hermon and Mount Mazar. This is where his heart wanted to be because he was pulled from that land. They, they were pulled, the three sons of Korah were pulled from that land and put into a land full of people that were just harassing them about their mm. faith. And right. so where is your God? Right. And Which so, we hear all the time. That's why he says at the end, uh, you know, uh, put, why are you uh, in such turmoil? He's talking about his heart or his soul. Put your hope in God for, I will still praise him, my savior and my God. He's saying, though I'm feeling this way because I'm, I've been, it's like being, it's like going, it's like if we were here in America and we got pulled out of here by some foreign country and put into a concentration camp, mm. our souls would be in turmoil. We'd be where, you know, they're, they're sitting here mocking me for my faith in you and this, but regardless, I'm still going to put my hope and trust in you and praise you. And and I, and I guess here's the question that people might be saying is, is why? And, and this is what's cool is, you know, um, I, I use this as a sermon illustration where it's the fact of when, when you get to the end of your rope and you feel like you can't go on anymore, what encouragement do you have at the end of your rope? Everything you said is, 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 is spot on. The, the last piece of advice I always tell people is I'm like, all right, episode one, we talked about this. Just turn around and see every single time you were at the end of your rope when God added a little mm. bit more on. Remember. Remember. That's what Psalm 42 is saying. Remember. Remember. And then you see in my own life, you know, we talked about this in episode one where it's like this thing happened. Uh, well, now it's the fact of look what God has brought me from the situation I've been in this whole last year to my dad dying to have right. me move to right. uh, stepdad walking out on Damn us it. to all these different yeah. things. And you're like, look at the good God did. Why would I not trust him with what's ahead? Even yeah, though I, can't I like see that. It. That's good, man. And, and that's what we can see for Hebrews 12. I mean, Hebrews 11, we talk about faith is the evidence. It's the proof of things not seen. In other words, we've, right. we've seen enough proof to take that next step that we right. can't see. But why? Because we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, yeah. which we read in the Bible. It's like, hey, if they could bake it, if they could ba- I think I can make it too. Right, exactly. And so when, when Christians are having doubts, it's one of those things where, yeah, call, call your buddies, text them. Pray for it. Seek out the truth. Read the scriptures. Remember what God has done, and that's what the old whole, that's what the whole dang Old Testament's about. You know, when you said call your buddies, it reminded me of that video of uh, call your friends, call your wife because we're gonna find you. And no, that's hide your kids. Hide your yeah, kids. Yeah, that's what it Hide is. your wife. Yeah. Hide your kid. Sorry. Anyways, yeah. continue on. That there's there's totally your fun. There, that, that's that's on fact. But no, if, but that's good stuff, man. I I love that. I love what you just said. Cool. Yeah, definitely. Any other thoughts? Look, though, look man? at where God has brought you from. How can you not? And this is the thing that the Israelites look at Israelites. They struggle with doubt in God 
even after he did all these miraculous things for them, they still the, struggled. Like they walked up to the Red Sea and they're like, um, Boom. Moses led like, by, by a pillar of fire by night and a cloud by day. Like, like they watch, boom. they actually were told, watch God do this. And they, God did the 10 plagues. They right. weren't affected by right. him. Right. And then they get to the Red Sea and they're and, like, and the funny thing is, is they're like, oh yeah, we remember kind of, I mean, we celebrate Passover, but they still doubt. It's like, what is going on? <laughs> like you guys are celebrating feasts that remember what he did, but you're still forgetting what he did. Right. Like, exactly. And and so many times us Christians do that. So yeah. I guess the question is, what are the signposts in your own life? Right. You know, and we did that. I remember we did a winter retreat with the teens. We um we did little pieces of two by fours. Maybe I should do this in my own little bedroom. Little bit. That sounds funny. But my 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 room. In my, in my little, my little, little room where I have my bed and where my cat sleeps with me. But celery, skill celery, scalery. Oh, he's over there chilling. Right. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not sure where he is. I don't know where our cat is. Normally he's behind us, but it's okay. Yeah, usually I'm petting him, but but. You know, we, we did this thing where we had a bunch of two-by-fours shots, like just sawed off in like little three-inch pieces, and people wrote on there things that they've seen God do. Yeah. And by the end of it, we actually built a pillar of reminder for that winter retreat that stayed up. Again, like you said, that's like what they do. It's a reminder. It's that's a visual reminder of the goodness of God. They did it throughout the entire Old Testament, the 12 stones after they crossed the Jordan. The the Passover, all these feasts were all remembrance. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's good, man. Any other thoughts for you, though? I mean, I, those are my thoughts. That's kind of all I got, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm empty. I'm empty for this week. I, I've given it, I, I gave it my best shot. <laughs> you gave it I your hit, best. I hit it with my best shot. shot. Well, hey, if there's any other things that maybe we miss or maybe you're struggling with doubt or you got other tidbits, let us know, man. Let yeah. us out on Facebook, Instagram, email, the website. Um, the, the website is kind of the one-stop shop for everything it now. Has, you can just, it has everything. Just go there. there, and you can even message us via Facebook Messenger Real right Talk on the website. ChristianPodcast.com. It's a .com. It's easy. Just remember the Real name of the podcast, podcast and then hit .com. .com. So it's pretty easy. Time for Fun Facts with February. <laughs> that laugh gets me here. I cut you off a little bit there, bro. My bad. That's My all right. Bad. No, it's good. Hey, normally we cut the laugh off at the end because we true. start talking. We're like, oh, and here's it's the so part. Funny. And then it's like we missed part of it. Like, so Dang. you hit the fun fact for me today, dude. I did because like, you, you almost it. saw it. I, you hit it. Like, I can't even see it. All right. So you ready for the fun fact of the day? I'm ready Mark for the fun fact. Mark and listeners, did you know the common cold comes from camels? What? Camels, like... So, so COVID camels. comes from bats, but the, the, the cold the, comes the from camels. The common cold comes from camels. Scientists studied a deadly disease transmitted from camels and also found camels contain the pathogens from which the common cold was born. Camels are able to transmit disease to humans, and this is where they believe the common cold originated from. Huh? <laughs> so that's so funny dude so what? they they transmitted the common cold back in the day and it's just been ever around ever since so camels. is the flu vaccine to go get licked by a camel no that's just for it's on? just for the cold man i'm it's saying common cold not the flu not, not covid just the common cold just the common cold so the common cold comes from camels it comes from the camels comes Mah. from Mah. the camels Mah. i don't even know how they <laughs> whatever that was a sheep but that that was a sheep <laughs> i absolutely love it well hey guys it was a pleasure for you guys to join us again again facebook instagram website email just real talk christian podcasts for all those channels add the at gmail at the end at the dot com at the end or you can text us at 574 Four zero zero five three five two. Boom! <laughs> winner, winner, chicken. Well, actually, I had I had Reese's Puff cereal. I didn't have chicken dinner. So. Winner, winner, Reese's Puff dinner. <laughs> I absolutely love. But until next time, guys. Take it easy. <laughs>